0: Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks.
1: Hello and welcome to Blunt Business Radio. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Strainwise Consulting. And we are talking to Todd Simpson today of SaturnRanch.com. Todd, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. So, Give us a little bit of background of Saturn Ranch and who you are and how you got into this business. Let's, let's talk about that.
2: Sure. Sure, absolutely. Well, we, uh, we, Saturn Ranch manufactures uh, uh, topicals, basically uh, CBD uh, topicals and edibles. Uh, we started about two years ago when, my, uh, when our daughter had a, uh, a migraine that, that wouldn't break. It took about two months. We had MRIs and you know on tons and tons of meds and everything. Nothing would break it. Uh, we we started. We just we decided to try uh, cannabis and started with CBD, which helped a little bit, and finally worked up to where it was a one to one kind of a, a fairly heavy one to one high high dose one to one THC and CBD gummy that finally finally broke it and. uh in the meantime, we had been developing some some topical, some creams, just like for you know to to rub on your temples and that sort of thing to help with it. And it it was it was pretty helpful for her, but it also we found was good for for other topicals, aches and pains, uh, you know almost anything like that. And uh, decided to just. Uh, give it to our friends and see what happened. And everybody loved it. And it just kind of became a business on its own from there.
1: Excellent. And so what was your background before you got into, uh, the marijuana business architecture? Okay. And are you
2: still an architect
1: or? Yeah, I
2: still have my own, I still have my own firm absolutely run here in San Francisco. Um, it's, and it's, it's kind of, it's booming. We're actually, we're, also in the cannabis business in that area, is we're doing a, a, a large-scale uh, cannabis business park down in Desert Hot Springs called Cochillan, and uh, it's 175 acres of, of, uh, of grows and extract labs and uh, kind of a crazy big development down there. So that's keeping us plenty busy, So we're, but we're trying to get this off the ground as well just because it's, it's helped a lot of people, and that, that brings us a lot of satisfaction
1: incredible so on the on the 175 acres is that something you're developing yourself or are you building an outdoor grow there or what are you up to on the one i've actually i
2: yeah no i'm i'm the lead designer on it i've got uh, i've been working with the developer for uh, we've been friends and, and colleagues for for 15 years or so and we got an investor involved a couple of well about a year and a half ago and uh, got the land and have been going. So it's, I, I don't have any, any skin in the game as far as grows or anything like that. I've just, I just have been designing it.
1: And so tell me about that design. Is it something uh, – is it primarily outdoor or a combination of both, indoor, outdoor, it greenhouse? Indoor. We've,
2: got, we've got greenhouses. We've got light depth. We've, you know, you've, you know full, you know, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of square – well, there will be 3 million feet of indoor grow when it's all built out.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Congratulations on that. Think. And so outside of just um, you know, doing architectural uh, stuff with it, are you going to be able to source products there? Is there any kind of partnership and potential there, or are you just helping them out on the architectural side?
2: Uh, well, I've made a lot of friends, uh, obviously, as we work together. So I'll, it, it definitely gives us a lot of resources as far as uh, you know, sourcing our, our, our oils and, and our extracts, that sort of thing, for sure.
1: Okay, so along those lines, Todd, and if you don't mind, if this is too personal for you, feel free to, to, to tell me to back off, but it's fascinating on the sobriety uh, for booze thing. And John Mayer famously just came out and said he's switching alcohol for cannabis. Can you um, – so in your situation, you had determined, hey, that, that alcohol was an issue and pills and addiction along those lines. How did you walk yourself into cannabis and that switch in your mind to from maybe AA or – traditional ways of, to, hey, I'm going to ask.
2: Yeah, for sure. I, I, I had tried AA. I'd been to, to rehabs. I'd been to inpatient facilities. I'd, you know, I'd pretty much tried everything. Um, and, and, I mean, honestly, I'd been, I'd been smoking weed along with, with, you know, all the, all the other partying. And um, my wife is the one that said, listen, well, I, had got, I got sober. I just broke it off, white-knuckled it. And it was about a month mm-hmm. in and, it, you know, had dry, drunk rage issues. And, I mean, you know, things that happen when you, when you sober up. And my wife said, "Go get your card and go go smoke some pot, because she knew that I was a much happier person, even when I was drinking that you know when i would when I would also smoke pot that it would you know it would mellow it out and I'd just be a much more pleasant person to be around, so she was the one honestly that uh, that that got that ball rolling. Wonderful, and how long have you been sober? uh coming up on seven years
1: uh congratulations on that and so thank you. Um, are you completely, obviously, uh, so alcohol is not a part of any equation, right? You're completely alcohol-free? Nope. Absolutely. Yep. Wonderful. And then, so did you combine your cannabis with AA or anything? For our listeners, what what did you do? Because obviously, Todd, you have a tremendous amount of will and discipline to just go white-knuckle and quit. Um, however, there are a lot of methods out there. C- combine, it, c- tell me what you combined with cannabis and how that led to, and how you think that contributes to your daily ability to stay sober. Uh
2: yeah, AA didn't work for me. Um it just it just didn't take. It doesn't work for everybody. I and still it was just the 100% white knuckle. I wish I could say yeah, there was some other magic thing. Meditation helped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Just a standard Zen Buddhist kind of meditation, nothing nothing too heavy, but just sitting there and shutting up and breathing. And and honestly, that's it. I bet I mean, I was done. I mean, anybody that's, that's, that's truly quit and stayed sober knows you kind of do hit that point. And I don't know if it's the moment of clarity or whatever you want to call it. But, I mean, when I was done, I was done. So
1: yeah, I, I agree, agree know, with you. I, I, I gave up alcohol myself five years ago, and it was just simply uh, nice. from a situation. If someone was to try to drill down on why I stopped, man, a multiple uh, of reasons. I, I started riding a bicycle, and obviously you can't be hung over for that. It was simply a lifestyle change. I wanted to be healthy and then a combination of some, some digestive issues, right? Um, but but I can tell you when, you, when you're when you starting to um, decide, hey, I might not, I might want to give this up, it's a test of maybe a couple of months or something along those lines. You kind of have these milestones. But to your point, you know, you're not – it's no longer a daily thing like maybe an AA scenario, but you're just um, – you kind of move on with it and you find out that your life is simpler without it and, and um, you know easier but I agree with you it, individual decisions is really what to drive this and you have to know yourself and if AA is your thing that's great and if it's Absolutely. not you know hopefully you find it another way
2: right well I mean honestly there was there was a different look in my wife's eye <laughs> I saw that she that she was done I said oh it's it's real <laughs> it, it's actually real this time so it that's yeah okay so I took a good hard look and said yeah we're done <laughs>
1: Incredible no, well, congratulations on that, and, and it 's wonderful that you Thanks. made that decision because a lot of people uh, and on the addiction side, even when their spouse comes to them they 're just it 's still um, too much for them to overcome so congratulations on that uh, for sure Thanks. so are you a daily consumer, and how do you consume
2: uh, Yes, and um, pretty much any any variety I, I like to change it up, and as, if, you know when you do. I uh, use cannabis daily, you know, sometimes different methods become ineffective. So switch from a vape pen to, a, you know, take a walk with a joint or, you know, edibles, kind of just to switch it up and, and depending on what, you know, what sort of effect you're going for, if it's a long, it's going to be a long work day and I got to just kind of put my head down and and do what I got to do, you know, you do an edible in the morning that's not going to get you too hammered and just keep you kind of on an even keel for the day so you can you can function but not not lose your shit, <laughs> frankly.
1: Right, and so and so you're kind of you're monitoring it yourself, and 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 sort of there are some days obviously where you're like okay, it's a little bit of an edge, but I notice you shifted to the edibles, and so that is that is, so your attempt throughout the day is to manage focus with relaxation and you know all those things, and so you're able to kind of methods, and um, yep. it's interesting. I, I don't know, I don't meet a lot of daily smokers because. You know, you get so much of the plant when you, when you smoke a joint versus uh, a controlled dose that may be a lower milligram through an edible or some other method. Some other
2: method. Right. Right. Well, it's just, yeah, I, it's just well, like you said, it's, it's self monitoring and going through and, and just keeping track and, and kind of knowing, knowing what, how different things affect you in what ways and, and just to keep that even keel, just to kind of keep it right in the middle.
1: Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be rejoined by Todd. Simpson of SaturnRanch.com. Don't go away, guys. We'll be right back.
0: Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more blunt business.
2: Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people
0: are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world
2: the boober way.
0: I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of StreamWise Consulting. And we have been talking to Todd Simpson of SaturnRanch.com. Todd, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks so much for being candid in that first segment, talking about your own addiction and things like that. And and solutions, more importantly, for people who might be considering giving up alcohol and pills in other areas. So thank you so much for being vulnerable and, and
2: sharing your story with us. Oh, not, not a problem. I I hope someone you – know, I hope it helps. That's all I can say.
1: For sure. Okay, and so topicals are – is that your number one selling product right now?
2: It is. Our, our body balm is our number one seller.
1: And then um, – all right, so when – what other products were you using before you decided to make topicals? I mean, you were you using another type of topical, edibles, or how, how are you treating your daughter? And I kind of want to go along the product development lines and how your product came to market.
2: Sure, sure. We, we tried uh, topicals. Uh, there, I mean, there's a number of them that are, that are there available on the market, as well as uh, tinctures and, and gummies. And so we just decided to try to kind of make our own, uh, because, you know, why not? Just give it a shot, see what happened. We could have more control over that. A lot of them had petroleum in them, and we didn't, we didn't like that, the topicals. Uh, and because everything else it was in, it was carriers to bring, you know, to carry that stuff into your skin, and we didn't want the carriers, you know, we didn't want petroleum carried in, into our, our child's skin or into our own. And so we were developing, look, looking at developing different things just for, just for our own use, um, and then when we uh, we just when we found it to be effective for, on our daughter and on ourselves for our various aches and pains and whatnot, started giving it to our friends, and it seemed to be helpful for them as well as a couple of friends that are uh, massage therapists and another one's a chiropractor, and they were just they wanted to try it on their on their clients just to see what would happen because they had found a little bit of relief for themselves on as well. I, so by that, and by so that time we said, well, we might as well make a company out of it, you know?
1: Right, right. And so were the topicals that you were using, were they CBD and THC a combination of those or which
2: ones well, were you we tried, using? We, we they tried a getting? combination. Yeah. We tried a combination of uh, different ones that were, that were pure, THC only, or some that were CBD only, and 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 mixtures as well. And we found the most luck with with CBD only, as far as our topicals were concerned, edibles and, and tinctures. That that tended to be more a, a, a mixture, at least a one to one.
1: Okay. And then, so you were trying those. You was responding to them. Your daughter was responding to these. And then, how did you? What was? How did you initially go? Did you? Were you just doing research on? Different vendors that you wanted to sell, or, or did you know right away? Hey, I want to develop these products, and I know an avenue for that.
2: Uh, it, honestly, it happened more more just kind of organically and by accident. We didn't. We never kind of sat out. We, we never said this works. Let's make a company. It just kind of the company kind of already existed without really existing. You know, we were we were already. already- and and want to just kind of more make it legitimate. So
1: okay, how do you make a topical? What goes into that? And how do you? I mean, how were you able to do it at home before you decided? Hey, I'd like to go into manufacturing of it. How do you? How do you make a topical?
2: Uh, well, I, it just depends on, <laughs> on what kind you're doing. It's just a matter of, of getting the ingredients together and in the right right doses or the right the the right uh, mixtures to get the consistency of the one. And honestly, that was we knew how much of the CBD that we wanted in it matter of, of getting the, uh, the rest of the formula built around that to where it was a nice consistency. Didn't, didn't seem to melt in the bottle or in, you know, if you had it in your pocket, it wouldn't melt. You know, these sorts of day to day things we had to think of.
1: Sure. And then uh, did you know right away that it was going to be profitable or that it made sense to go ahead and go into production? Cause I mean, you were using for your daughter and, and, she was responding, but when did you make the decision? All right, we're gonna we're gonna produce this on a larger scale, and it makes sense um, from an investment standpoint.
2: Oh, we you know what? Honestly, we still are just we're just a mom and pop. We don't have investors. We don't we're not large scale at all. We're still doing it on a very small scale. Every batch is handmade, you know, in a small batch and poured by hand. Uh, kind of because we like to keep that amount of control on it. We're not trying to conquer the world. Honestly, what mm-hmm. I, we like to tell people that we're trying to make a living, not a killing. So we—that's our primary goal—is to help people. And if we can cover it, that's cool, you know.
1: So, are, as part of your marketing strategy, are you going out to dispensaries? Are you currently in dispensaries? And San Francisco, or how are you navigating that, that space?
2: Everything is, uh, is is word of mouth and online. I mean, you can purchase online is is your best, is your best bet. We're not in any dispensaries at this point. So it's not, we're not against that. We just haven't had the time to get out there and started hustling that end of it.
1: Right. Well, that's coming for sure. I mean, I know that yeah. we at Strainwise, we have a, we have a presence out um, from top to bottom in California from, uh, from cultivation to uh, also even distribution. Uh, all the way down through the retail level. So I wouldn't be surprised. And we're working with a couple of clients that are, are in your area, but love to kind of make that connection when it's appropriate and see if they want to have you on their shelves. I'm sure they, they would like that,
2: Todd. Oh, we'd love to do that. I, didn't, I don't want to mean that we're not trying to, to, to go big with it, but like I said, we want to keep, mm-hmm. a, we want to keep an incredible amount of control. So I would, I would really appreciate those connections. Thank you.
1: Wonderful. Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll be speaking with Todd Simpson of saturnranch.com take a look at www.saturnranch.com during the break and uh, take a look at some of those products we're going to dive into full spectrum hemp extract topicals and other products that he has uh, available so stay tuned we'll be right back
0: rolling into some sponsors but we'll be right back with more blunt business company on the OTC symbol MCIG
3: the smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
0: I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on cannabisradio.com. Welcome
1: back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Strainwise Consulting. We have been talking to Todd Simpson of SaturnRanch.com. Todd, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. I'm having a fun time. Yeah. So, Okay. So what is a uh, premium all-natural full-spectrum hemp extract? What do you mean by full-spectrum hemp extract? Well,
2: that's, that just means that uh, the extractor is using all, every bit of the plant, so nothing goes to waste, and we're able to pull all the all the reported hemp uh, benefits out, out of the plant and, and and get them into the product.
1: Okay, excellent. And um, is this is hemp the hemp grown outdoors?
2: Yes, yes, outdoors and okay. in the Netherlands.
1: Oh wow! So you're sourcing it from there. Okay, so when it when it comes to you, it's already been it's been classified as hemp. The THC levels are low enough. Everything has been tested. I mean, is that how you purchase? Correct.
2: it? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Correct. That's exactly right. It's it's grown to to the under the uh, acceptable level of THC, which I believe is point three percent, and uh, mm-hmm. and and yeah, we, we get the oil itself, we get the extract itself already from a from a manufacturer.
1: Great, Todd. And, and I have I get to travel a lot, and I, I, I get to see all the marketing for hundreds and hundreds of of CBD vendors. What what do I need to look for? and do i need to look for full spectrum only what are some other characteristics of of cbd provided through hemp that i need i need to watch out for and be mindful of
2: I, I, yeah a reputable grower for sure uh clarity mm-hmm. make sure the that you know the lab, lab extracts look up the 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 labs that are testing the extracts uh make sure that they're reputable mm-hmm. that, that that's your primary thing. They're, they're, most of them are, to be honest. We haven't really run into anybody that's that's sketchy, to be honest. Uh, I know there's, I know there are some that are out there, but we've had really good luck with with the people we've run into so far.
1: Okay. What made you decide to source from the Netherlands versus maybe a local California source? It has or to be grown what, outside
2: states. It, it has it, to be, it grown must be grown outside states the out the the legally. State. legally. hmm That's why. Okay. That, yeah, just per, so, current, per current rules. That's why, why, that's why it's got to go. I mean, hopefully we'll be able to use. You know, hopefully as as laws change, we'll. I mean, and definitely as laws change, we will we will go to a to an American manufacturer for sure.
1: Well, and it's great that you got that experience international experience too. Kind of tell me a little bit about Absolutely. what you know. And and what they do
2: well, and how that's worked out for you. I, I, they've been at it for a while. That's their biggest thing. They've got they've got the years of experience. They've they've been at it for longer than anybody, really. So that that's been our primary. It's been the primary uh, help in that area, as far as we're concerned. The, the company that we buy through is is in is in the states. So they're the ones that are actually sourcing it. There there is a, there is an intermediary here in the states.
1: Looking at your website here, so you've got the first thing, which everything is very affordable, tremendous.
2: I mean, obviously,
1: you, you have the look of someone that's doing it on a massive scale, and I think it's tremendous that your heart's in the right place. You're wanting to get the product out and help people, educate them. Um, I mean, for example, just your, your full-spectrum hemp extract body balm is only $10. Um, mm, that's,
2: for, that's for, a, t- that's for a, t- a small jar. That's for about a, a, a quarter-ounce jar fifth of an ounce I guess so it's a smaller it's a smaller jar it's about the size of say like a, a large jar of Carmex for size comparison. Yeah.
1: And so in that I mean what, what do you recommend that you do on the body balm so I'm a cyclist maybe if I have a little bit of knee pain at
2: the end of a ride or
1: am I, should I put it on before or what are you using that body balm for?
2: Yeah if you if you have some knee pain either chronically or often then yeah try it try it on before you before you go before, during, and after. I mean, it's not going to hurt you to do, to do it at any time. But I, would, I put, would put on before. I also have some knee issues just, just walking and running around. So that's what I, I use it primarily on my knees for sure.
1: All right. And I don't see any edibles here. Are you using for your daughter, is she using the balm or is she using edible combination of both?
2: We make her actually a tincture for when she's got some, some flare-ups. And, but edibles are the whole thing. You get the FDA involved, and it's a whole different uh, you know, set of, of rules that you need to deal with. So at this point, we're, we're as small as we are. It's just not something that we're really doing. Until and, and we get into to some dispensaries, then we'll definitely have them available there. Because it's different rules. Wonderful. With what,
1: what other products, if you given given everything was wide open, what would you love to sell? Would you go on the oil side of things?
2: Um, what would you love to
1: see as far as your product development with CBD?
2: My uh, as far as future products that we're coming up with. Yes. Yeah. I, our tinctures. We've had a lot of success with our with our tinctures uh, for for helping to sleep at night and for re- reducing anxiety and. Uh, you know, body aches, inflammation, those sorts of things—all the fun stuff that that cannabis can help with. So that that would be our—that'd be the one that we'd like to get out there because it has really been helping the people that we've just been giving it to at this point.
1: Excellent. And so, is that tincture? Is it a one-to-one? What is the ratio of CBD to THC?
2: It's high CBD, and we do have some with, that we have that have a that have some THC in them, but mostly high high CBD.
1: Do you envision your products, Todd, ever helping people with more serious? serious diseases uh, say a cancer diagnosis I mean obviously THC is going to induce appetite um, my, my mother is having a surgery next week actually that's not not cancer related but very serious and uh, she's in a state that doesn't uh, isn't doesn't have safe access and so what I'm kind of navigating is what you know what what things I can I can offer her that will you know really stimulate appetite because going can be taking opioids she's going to be on a lot of pain medication and so I'm, I'm having those conversations with her to, to work on that. But do sure. you envision a bigger scheme, a bigger opportunity to treat people with more serious diseases? And would you, if if you could do that, would you do it in the form of tinctures
2: or bombs? Or how would you approach that? A- absolutely. I would I would love for that to happen. And I would go primarily with tinctures. I think just, you know, a, a sublingual situation is... is is pretty darn effective. Uh, but you can also mix that with, with topicals such as we, uh, you know, we've got, uh, a family member that has had, uh, radiation and has been putting the body bomb mm-hmm. on the radiation burns and is, is in the doctors are asking her what she's been putting on it. Uh, so the, you know, those sorts of things are, are, you know, are are definitely helpful in that, in that respect. And yeah, definitely. I would love to see it go. Cause I mean, I'm just a big believer in the plant and everything that it can do. So yeah, for sure. I want to see it. I would love to see it help with bigger, bigger issues like that.
1: Outstanding. And so these doctors that are asking about the bomb that you're, uh, that she's putting on for the radiation, um, are they, are, do you find those conversations are, limiting or do you find more and more interest from doctors and more and more interest from uh, healthcare professionals?
2: There, there has been more interest there. Uh, we, well, of course, we're in San Francisco, so we might be in a bit of a bubble here, but we've not really found a whole lot of pushback when we've been telling doctors what we've, what we've been doing. So that's, that's encouraging. But uh, again, here, you know, San Francisco, what are you going to do?
1: Absolutely. So Todd, what what's your hope for the industry? What do you what do you think it's going, and what do you think specifically for California? Obviously, you have you're going to have and um, uh, the largest market in the country, uh, probably one of the largest markets in the world. What's your hope for California?
2: Uh, just everybody be cool. <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 obviously there's big business opportunities. There's I, I mean all the things that that surround the that surround with going legal with rec and and everything else. But I I think just Normalizing it, just realizing that yeah, it can help, and it's just not that big a deal. It's not going to hurt anybody for trying out loud, and it's helping a lot of people. So it's just, I think it's more of a social, you know, a, sh- a social shift in attitude.
1: Yeah, I so agree with you. We we're breaking into new markets in California now, and most of the time we're in a situation where we're the we're the very first cultivator to come into town, and and when we have these meetings with these city officials, things go really really well because they start to see who marijuana professionals are, and most importantly, who they aren't. Um, their, their vision of what yeah. it might be is usually incorrect, and it's just, in, in, in their defense, it's just a matter of educating and showing them, look, yep. this is, these are normal people, um, and the community outreach has been tremendous. And so I think all of us have the responsibility in the industry to be advocates and understand that whether we want to or not, we might be focused on our business, but we are
2: also representing
1: the cannabis industry. That's
2: absolutely correct. I'm with you 100%.
1: Well, Todd, thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank all of you for listening to this edition of Blunt Business. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, BluntBusinessRadio.com, or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. Please do support Todd Simpson and his company. Um, Tremendous, tremendous company saturnranch.com out of San Francisco, California. Give them some love and some interest there. And Todd, best of luck to you in the future. Thanks so much. I really had a a great time. All right, everyone. Until next week, we'll see you later.
3: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.